welcome to Nutrition Grad Guide. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I created this podcast to help nutrition grads just like you navigate your way into a career and a life that you love. In each episode, I'm going to bring you interviews with experts in the nutrition and health field, exploring a range of different career pathways. We'll learn about what they do, how they got there, and their advice to help you grow a successful career as a nutritionist or a natural health professional. Thank you for tuning in. This week's guest on the podcast is the incredible Peter Schulman, who is the founder of Goodness Me Box, which has the incredible subscription service of the Goodness Me Boxes, both health food and beauty now, and also now the new Goodness Me Shop, which has all of your health food needs. It's incredible and such an extensive range of healthy products on there. Peter's career is one that is has been an absolutely incredible journey and one that we can all learn from. And I know I'm really excited to hear all about how she has grown since starting Goodness Me and how she got to where she is today. So thank you so much for being here with me, Peter. I'm really excited to dive in. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to chat to you. My absolute pleasure. Let's get going by chatting about what first got you interested in the health and nutrition space. Yeah, sure. Um, I guess I kind of fell into it in the very beginning. I um, started working in public relations in the beginning and my first job was at an agency where we called it the preventative health space, which was, I mean, at that time, it was about 10 years ago. It was very progressive. But um, I suppose the interesting thing was I was learning all these cool things about gut health and we used to bring out all these integrative doctors and practitioners from the US, but I wasn't actually practicing anything that I was learning and I actually became really sick during that time which was over a three-year period where I went to so many doctors who couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I had aches, fatigue, terrible immune system, kept getting a a diagnosis of, of chronic fatigue and eventually an immunologist told me that um actually had an autoimmune condition. My body doesn't create enough antibodies to fight off viruses and bacterias. Um, I had immunoglobulin deficiency. And I said to him, well, um, you know, I notice when I eat certain foods or when I drink or when I exercise, I don't get enough sleep. It gets really bad. And he said to me, it's got nothing to do with it. He said, nothing you can do. You've just got to go to hospital once a month for the rest of your life to get these protein antibody transfusions. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, so I was 24 at the time. And hearing that at that age when my friends were all going out and everyone was really active and I'd find I was going to work in this PR role and sleeping as soon as I got home, sleeping on the weekend and just really struggling, I found that really devastating. Mm -hmm. And I walked out of that doctor's room really deflated, really Mm -hmm. upset, And then I woke up the next morning really angry and I thought, why aren't I listening to anything I'd been told? And I actually called one of the the CEO of one of the integrative um, doctor's conferences we were working with and I asked her to recommend a practitioner to me. And that's when I found a doctor who actually said, well, why don't you start with um, changing what you're eating, cutting out processed and artificial ingredients and reducing the inflammation in your body? and that is when I started discovering all these cool health food products in the market because I'd go into the supermarket and I was like very conscious of reading the ingredients on the packaging and I could not find products that didn't have artificial ingredients and 
when I wandered into health food stores, I'd find all these products that actually tasted really good. And I kept thinking with my PR marketing hat on, why do not more people know about these products? Um, and within three months, I started feeling better. My test results started changing. Um, you know, one of my antibodies went back into normal range. After six months, two out of the three were back in normal range. Nine months, all three were within normal range. And so that is how this whole idea of why can't I combine something I've become passionate about, which is these products, which was something I was good at, which was marketing these brands and sharing them with people. And that's how, that's how Goodness Me was born. That's incredible. What a journey. And good on you for like taking that into your own hands. It's really disheartening to hear that the doctor kind of left you in that disempowering state. But the fact that you had that background and that knowledge and you knew good enough to go and find the answers elsewhere and not settle for having to live that way is absolutely incredible. And it's so great to see you absolutely thriving now. You should be so proud of yourself for turning that around. Thank you. I appreciate that. I have to say it's it's such a deflating experience over the three years when you're going from practitioner to practitioner and yeah. not getting a solution or not understanding the cause of the problem and just the symptom being treated. Yeah. Um, and it's so easy for that to become your normal. And I think that that totally happened to me for a few years where I actually forgot what it was like to have full energy and to jump out of bed and it became my normal. You just accept it yeah. until you hit rock bottom unfortunately which I can imagine can be very frustrating for practitioners as well who do know what they're doing that um, you know a patient can wait till they get to that point as well yeah absolutely so that's how the idea of goodness me was born what did you start to do to get that off the ground and start up the subscription boxes yeah so um I had no I had no idea where to start I hadn't studied business um, you know, I never did like economics or finance, anything like that at school or uni. I studied communications. I decided to Google how to do a business plan. Yeah. And I wrote something very simple, um, you know, what the costs would look like, what the marketing would look like, um, what I'd need to do to get everything off the ground. Yeah. And I, I simply just started from there, like one step at a time. Um, building the website, designing what the boxes would look like. Um, and from a marketing perspective, I came up with what I would do for the launch, but but nothing beyond that because when that happened, I had to really scramble and, and think on my feet after that point. Yeah. And how did you go thinking on your feet and sort of um, making it up as you went? Because obviously that's quite like a huge thing to decide to launch a brand and put it all together. Like, tell us a bit about that execution and actually bringing it to life. Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, I love thinking about this because it was, it was quite fun at that point in time. But I think the scariest part about when you're starting a business is that you're trying to figure out, well, what's going to happen a year down the track or five years down the track? Whereas really, I just thought, let's just start and see what happens. And I thought that was a really important part for me to get off the ground because otherwise fear can yeah. take over and it can all become too overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so when I launched, uh, my marketing plan actually worked really well and I started receiving sales from day one. I was sold out within a week and I sold out for six consecutive months wow. um, so at that point I was packing all the boxes 
myself. So all the subscription boxes, which had up to 10 surprise products to discover. Um, I didn't have a warehouse. Um, I remember I organized the courier rates like two days before launch, which was actually one of our biggest costs and really important now, you know, long term. Um, But there were so many things I had to get up and running in those first few weeks. And then customer service became too much. So I started off hiring a VA to help. And then that didn't work. So I ended up um, hiring someone to start within the team who would come to my apartment. And then I hired someone from marketing who would come to my apartment and then someone in operations. So it just slowly grew month to month from that. And you just figure everything out, out as you go, really. I mean, no one really knows what they're doing when you when you start a business it's just about that persistence and tenacity and problem solving business is so much about problem solving there's a new problem every single day yeah and business is like being in business to solve people's problems so it really is the business of problem solving and that's such an important point yeah yeah I've never thought about that actually like that Yeah, but you made such a good point about like um, sort of just doing it and taking that action and learning as you go because you're right, like it can be so paralyzing looking ahead and being like, oh, this is what I'd love, this is the vision. But sometimes it can be overwhelming and be like, how do I get from here to there? Whereas the way you did it and you sort of were just like, this is my launch, this is what I'm going to do and after that I'll figure it out as I go. Like that's just incredible and such a great way to just make yourself start and get into it and now look what you've grown like it really just does show that when you have an idea, run with it if you're passionate about it and it will all work out if it's meant to. Otherwise, you can pivot and change as you go. That's it. And there's a, a lot of pivoting that happens. And I've also spoken to a lot of people who are doing a business plan. It didn't work for them and they didn't even do that. So if that's not for you either. That's okay as well, you know. Yeah, it's different for everybody, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So at what point, you obviously grew the team and then you eventually got an office. At what point did you start having the idea of um, the Goodness Me shop? Because that's a more recent addition. Um, Because Goodness Me, how many years has that been around for now? Quite a while. We've been going seven years Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the shop, that's such a great question. I always wanted to do the shop from day one because it makes so much sense to discover all these amazing products and then let us have the offering that you can then go and actually purchase them and they're curated and reviewed by nutritionists. Yeah. Um, but I decided from the beginning it's kind of like running two businesses. So I thought let me start with the subscription boxes. Yeah. And I think that just grew into a beast within itself and I really only got around to starting the shop, goodness me, shop last year um, where we've got thousands of products on there so that's something I've always wanted to do and I think just like with anything it's taken it's taken time to get to yeah so cool though and it's great that so many health products are available in the one spot it just makes it so much easier rather than having to get one thing from one website one from another we've got the goodness me shop now that just has it all there for us and it just makes it so much easier and yeah I love that people get to taste it in the subscription boxes and then they can go purchase if they want like it's a great business model and a really great way to help people discover new healthy products on the market thank you yeah there's nothing like trying before you buy and especially if a lot of these products are new to you as well it's hard to go and dish out you know $50 on a new superfood powder protein powder or something that you're unsure about Um, and we do also try remedy that like 
having customer reviews or like nutritionist reviews on there as well, like like you do yourself. And I think that's really helpful to have that recommendation from a trusted source as well. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to reaching out to brands that you're either going to include in the boxes or sell on the shop, has it been a process of you approaching them or do they approach you or is it a little bit of both? We have both. So I think from the um, subscription box over the years, we've built such a brand for ourselves that a lot of brands come to us first now and a lot of them will come to them before they even launch a product and come to market because they see it as a way of reaching a really targeted audience, which is great. We want to help these brands get off the ground. Um, And you think about the brands that take up the supermarket shelves and how much money they pay to be on the shelf and to have that um, eye-level shelf space and all the co-op advertising that they pay for. It's really, really hard for a new brand to break into the market. So um, we love that we get to help do that. But the brands that come to us, we love to assess. We will always, always look at the ingredients and the quality of everything and make sure that this is approved and something that, you know, our community can trust when they discover it in box. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. And you also partner with different brands or even different um, companies to sort of formulate the boxes for you, like um, special kind of guest boxes. Did that, was that something that started in the beginning or was that a more recent addition? Yeah, we started doing that a few years ago. So we've had some awesome partnerships with um, people like Lorna Jane or Sam Wood or even Mia Friedman from Mamma Mia or we did something with Women's Health magazine um, when they were around. So we've had some really cool partnerships out there, which I love to do because it's like someone's put their personal touch on their favourite products that they've curated. Yeah. And I think it's about also like keeping the experience fun and exciting and novel as well. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Is that the sort of thing that's really good for like marketing as well? I love partnerships. So because my background is in PR, so in PR you're trying to get um, articles and media, but you don't pay for them, right, because it's different to advertising. So you're trying to give the journalist value. So I'm very big on how can we come together for a win-win situation. And I think whether you're a nutritionist you know trying to run your own clinic or you're um, trying to start an online program partnerships are such a great way to build awareness and build your audience and it's something I've done from day dot and it's about finding a brand that aligns with your values that might have a similar audience but you both have a different a different offering yeah so um, I think partnerships are really really important yeah yeah, completely agree with that. And you've also got the beauty boxes now. Tell us a little bit about those and also um, even like the already curated, like your self-care or night ones. Like you've got some really cool boxes that aren't just your monthly subscription box. Um, yeah, like where did those ideas come from and do you find they're just as successful as the subscription box? Yeah, I think what we found is um, a lot of people get into the health space by food first yep. and then they'll start to venture into natural beauty and natural skincare and things like that. So they're a little more hesitant to go down that route first off, but food is kind of the foray into that. So that's where our quarterly natural beauty box subscription 
came into the it came into play to discover there yeah. and then we've had a lot of fun creating these one-off boxes that you can purchase like the pamper box or like our snack box where you can discover products and particularly with COVID and lockdown at the moment there's been enormous interest from corporates trying to encourage health and well-being amongst employees purchasing these gift boxes yeah. um, for which I think is an awesome thing to do and it's really nice to have that surprise land there like landing your doorstep and I think everyone's always pleasantly surprised that oh these actually taste really good you know yeah. when they <laughs> think healthy they sometimes think oh these chips aren't going to taste as good or you know these chocolates etc so you can yeah. still have all that fun stuff where just we just think just haven't made real real ingredients and not artificial stuff yeah, I love that. And yeah, it's such a cool idea for businesses to be getting their employees that as well. Like what a fun thing to have arrive at your door from your employers. Yeah, we've really seen a huge shift in the last few months from corporates, which has been really interesting. Yeah, makes sense. Amazing. And what have been some of your highlights over the years? Yeah, so I've um, had so many. I suppose... Um, there's a couple of things. One of the moments that I absolutely love is we created these whole food night markets, for goodness me. I was just saying I remember those um, night markets. They looked incredible. Yeah, so they're really all about a festival of whole foods. And I think because we're so much in the digital space, we don't get to see our customer so much, our community. It was such a cool way to bring everything to life and bring the community together and the brands together and we'd have like celebrity cooking demonstrations and speakers and the brands would have stalls um, serving you know food and dinner would be served uh, like under the fairy lights and it was just amazing so I love doing those events I think obviously launching the online shop was a huge moment for me because I'd wanted to do it for so long yeah and it really did feel like oh, this has been a, a six-year journey to get here to be able to do that yeah. but then other moments are just like as small as like when like having the very first person purchase the goodness me box and that first customer um I think like the little things that you remember or packing up the first subscription boxes like they've they've all been highlights as well yeah, so many incredible things you've achieved over the years. Do you think those night markets are ever something you would bring back? Definitely. Um, we've, we've had to postpone them, I think, three, four or four times now oh. um, <laughs> because of COVID. But as soon yeah. as we're able to do them again, 100%, I think um, they were extremely popular and I think just very much needed to create this excitement around eating whole foods you could just really feel it in the atmosphere at the event how excited people are about health food and yeah uh, yeah I just I just really love that yeah absolutely such a nice thing to do and great for that community aspect too because online stuff is amazing but there's something so different about actually getting there in person meeting the people behind the brands meeting other people who are interested in similar things I think there's something really special there yeah, that's it. And like each and every brand we work with, they all have a story. And so many of them, a lot of them started their businesses because they've gone through health issues as well. And so it is really cool to like meet 
the makers behind these these companies. Um, and yeah, they're all, they're all inspiring in their own right. Yeah, absolutely. So, what would your current roles and responsibilities in the business be? So, I suppose um, I like to try stick with the things that I'm good at in the business, which is on the marketing side, um, partnerships, which we mentioned, um, brand relationships. Um, I work really closely with the brands, and that involves also, you know, who we range in the subscription boxes as well as on the shop. Yeah. And um, you know, we've got a nutritionist program that we run, and I suppose the team as well. Um, I also always stay close to the team and working with the team and managing everyone, trying to trying to get the best out of out of everyone. So um, I suppose that's the main and content as well. I shouldn't forget. So um, so it's more the the creative side of the business. Yeah, how fun. What would you say are some of the skills needed to do those particular roles and responsibilities? Um, oh, that's a tricky question. I suppose, um, so like relationships is something, um, I don't know, I suppose that, that certainly is a skill, I guess, but mm-hmm. um, relationships, which I suppose came from a lot of um, the client management I had to do in my public relations days, and I do see the brands like our clients as well that we have to work with um the marketing side I've learned a lot on the digital marketing side which has really just been self-taught and as we've gone you know you have to understand um EDMs and Google ads and Facebook ads and you know social media so um yeah that's a probably just a a self-taught skill by doing a lot of the time but then Shana, I also do things like I have to um, oversee finances as well and um, I still have like a, an understanding of operations and logistics and while it's not my favourite and I try to leave it to the experts and the team, there's still <laughs> skills along the way that I guess I've um, picked up because I have to because in the beginning you're doing, you're doing everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's it. In the beginning you get to know all areas of business. Yeah, absolutely. Until, yeah, you get to that point where you can outsource it. But yeah, it sounds like you're across a lot of different things, but it does sound like it would all be so rewarding and great to see how you've grown it and all of that. Um, So what sort of advice would you give fellow nutritionists who want to work in the health food product space? I think from all the brands I speak to, there's so much opportunity for nutritionists in this space. Um, I think there's everything from product development that they need assistance with. Um, There's obviously a lot of content writing, just um, working in an advisory capacity. Um, Obviously, there's like the social content side as well. Um, But I think there's just so many transferable skills that nutritionists have to, to work with these companies. But I think the number one thing is being proactive and reaching out to them as well yeah um I think it can sometimes um also be hard for brands sometimes it's hard to identify exactly what you need until someone reaches out to you and it just happens to be the right time and you know you think that's it we actually need a nutritionist who's got expertise to look after this or to write our online program or to oversee our online program or to manage the Facebook group because 
or these social questions are coming up or to give us advice on developing the highest quality um, product out there. Um, and there is no shortage of new brands, new health food brands coming to market. I can tell you that we get contacted weekly by so many new companies. Yeah, yeah, amazing advice there and so many opportunities in the area, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. There, there's a lot. And, um, I mean, I understand as well from my friends who are nutritionists as well, it's a really, it can feel like a really competitive space is, is what they've told me. But I think um, it's great to like, use your skills in multiple areas as well, um, whether it's just like if you just want to see clients, but then you can also do that writing or give that product advice. Um, you know what I mean? There's like multiple areas where you actually can use your expertise. Yeah, definitely. And so you mentioned earlier that you have a nutritionist program. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so we have a lot of customers who come to us trying to find um, a nutritionist who they can go to um, to give them, you know, advice on their lifestyle, their food, or if they've got health issues. So we decided to create a directory of nutritionists where it makes them easier to, to find nutritionists within their area and perhaps that um, have the expertise that they're looking for. Yep. So um, we're about to launch that in the next week or so which we're really excited about um, and we've got about a couple hundred nutritionists on that program as well but what it also means for us is we we're really aware of all the great work that nutritionists do and so we want to make sure that we're able to offer perks to the nutritionists that are within our network um, shopping on the goodness me shop getting our subscription boxes but also that you can offer um, these perks and discounts to your clientele as well because we want to be that one trusted place where you know where if you shop or your clients shop that um, the products are made from real ingredients and, and nothing artificial as well so yeah. um, any nutritionist out there wants to contact us and be a part of that we'd so love to have you on board yeah that would be amazing is there a particular email address or should they just go to the contact form on your website like where should they go if they're listening and want in yeah so we have a, an email it's just nutrition at goodnessmebox.com and if you send an email there the lovely april or myself will reply um, and we can let you know all about the program and what we can provide to you and how we can get you um, up on the site on the directory as well Amazing. And so does that program also involve your affiliate program, which gives nutritionists an opportunity to earn money from affiliate commissions? Yeah, so we are able to offer that on there as well. And there's certain um, kinds of discount codes that we're able to provide to you to pass on um, and share with your community. Amazing. Such a valuable thing to be able to sort of add on as like a, another stream of income. Well, yeah, that's it. And I think um, there's so much value in what you guys do. And I think um, part of the issue these days as well with social media is there's so much misinformation out there, which is why it's so important to us that we've got partners like yourselves on board who, you know, can check everything and give that credible information. And you guys are the, you know, are the key opinion leaders out there 
helping everyone like make those better food choices because the food companies they just make it so complicated mm-hmm. um and i think that's the consistent feedback we get from everyone is just the overwhelm that's out there and they don't know how to read food labels and they they just want it to be made simple for them yeah yeah and it's such like an important skill to have being able to read those food labels or just going somewhere where you know you don't have to be able to fully read the food labels because the labels are made up of real foods, like those products are going to be actual good healthy ones. So you don't have to worry as much about understanding the fancy ingredients or the nutrition panels of it or any of that. That's it. Like You just want it to be easy and everyone's so time poor these days and I just feel I've got such a gripe with the food industry how complicated they try make it and they actually yeah. just spend so much money trying to um you know deceive or put um misleading marketing messages on this that you think a product is better for you when when in fact it's not so yeah um, yeah health should be strong really real real ingredients yeah Definitely. And if any of the listeners have their own health food products and wanted to be featured in the box or partner with you in some way, what would be the process of doing that? Like what would be involved? Yeah, so definitely just send us an email um, with the details of your product or you can actually post your product to us to try as well, which we love. Um, we have an email address, let's dance at goodnessmebox.com. Yeah. And if if you if you get in touch with us there, then um, we love to check out new products. And what we do is we also will send them on to our team of nutritionists as well to review the ingredients and the nutritional panel. And once we get that tick of approval, we can start the taste testing and the process from there as well. Yeah, amazing. And so when it comes to goodness me, what would your vision for the company be? Yeah, so we really see ourselves as being the largest health food retailer, online retailer in Australia, um, as well as brand marketing platform for health food companies. And I think there's just such a gap in the market where there's actually no one big trusted company owning the space out there online. Mm -hmm. Um, It really seems pretty crazy given how um, popular the health and wellness spaces and how needed it is. So we really want to be able to to fill that gap in the market and provide that service. Yeah, I can totally see that happening. I feel like you guys are already definitely well on the way there. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And what about with success? What does success mean to you? This is is such a, yeah, a hard question, I think. I mean, I would love at some point to be able to say I've done my bit, I've helped a ton of people make better food choices and, you know, it's it's more the mainstream now to be choosing foods like this. Yeah. Um, I think for me that's what success would feel like, to really feel like I've changed the market and helped a lot of people in that way. Yeah. Um, but I also think success is such a funny word. Like I, I almost feel like sometimes you just never feel satisfied or stop to pat yourself in the back and say, you know, you've got there or you've done something great. I think there's just, there's always more to do if it feels like. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely can feel that way, but it is so important to celebrate your wins at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and I'm definitely not. That's I'm not good at that. It's not my strength. I just kind of keep going as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what would you attribute your current success to? I think um, grit and persistence is yeah. probably um, a big part of success. I think there's so many times in business where you um, feel like you've failed or you get knocked back and mm-hmm. it's just about, you know, keep going. And I heard something once that it's that sometimes that you're not the best, it's just you've stuck around for the longest as well. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's about when so many people would have quit, you keep going mm-hmm. and I think part of that getting through those really hard times because there's always really hard times um, and there's no doubt the past seven years have been super tough is like knowing your vision and knowing your why because when things get really hard, if you've got that at the core, that's what keeps you going. And if it's just running a business to make money, I mean, everyone's obviously, you know, starts a business, you know, it's got to be, financially viable but if you don't have that extra passion I think it would be very difficult going through those those really hard times um and I think also success is is largely as well about having good people around me um there's so much in the business I don't do and it's actually the amazing people around me doing it that I have in the team and people have also just supported me um emotionally as well along the way so um yeah I think I think that's a huge part of success success yeah I love that I think it's so important that whole like collaboration aspect and leveraging other people's skills and working together to go further rather than trying to do things alone like it's just so valuable 100% and I think as soon as you realize like you you cannot do everything you cannot be spread that thin and you cannot be an expert in everything and that's okay yeah Um, you want people who are better around you in those areas and um yeah and working together as a team to do that and I think that's that's like smart business having people who are better than you and smarter than you around you to, to do those things I think um yeah I think that's really important yeah, definitely. I love that. And if anyone listening has their own team, what would some of your advice be around keeping the team happy? I feel like you guys have a really great company culture from everything that I've seen. So what would your tips be there? Yeah, sure. I think um, number one, I found ownership is really important. And part of that is is putting trust in people in your team. Yeah. And I think when they feel that and they feel ownership over what they're working on, they'll run with it. Um, and that that gives them a lot of confidence. Um, support is really important and um, consistent check-ins about do you have enough support to do what you need to do um, and are you okay? And I think that support question is really important because um, it's very hard to read that all the time and, Sometimes people don't always let you know as well, so it's hard. It's hard to know. Yeah. Um, I think also having a culture in the team of it's okay to have mistake, make mistakes, but yeah. it's also 
creating an atmosphere where people feel safe enough to to speak up and say, I messed up, can I have help? Yeah. Um, and I think that's totally okay. And part of that's about me showing as well that, hey, guys, like I made a mess up this week or I stuffed something up because then they'll feel okay to come forward as well and say that. Um, yeah, so I think we've got a really collaborative team who help each other out a lot and it's not about the hierarchy of the structure where I'm up here and so I'm not going to help you because that's not my role and that's not my section of the business. It's mm. part of a flat structure, I'd say. Yeah, I love that. And the whole leading by example thing is such a great way to go. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, and culture's also fostered like within the team as well what they want to do and create, which is always cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you, which I forgot earlier, was did you at one point also have an online program? We did. So, yeah, that was what we tried so much over the years. We did. We started a program called Going Whole, and yep. it was about um, fixing your meals, one, one meal at a time. I shouldn't use the word fixing your meals. It was transitioning to a whole food way of eating, one meal at a time, because we find um, – that our community can get quite overwhelmed overhauling their entire pantry and their entire way of eating all at once. Yeah. And it was actually pretty successful, but what we found is it can be hard to do too many things at once and give everything 100% because you can lose focus. So um, we eventually stopped it at that point because, it was just about let's just really, really stay focused on the subscription boxes and eventually the shop as well. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's cool to try different things, I think. Like it, it's a great way to experiment and see what is going to work and what your um, what aligns best and what you want to focus on. Yeah, yeah, I think it is an important part. And, I mean, I'm very good at getting just distracted by all the shiny new things as well. So I get very excitable about new ideas and new things to try. But I think over the years I've become a lot better at that and saying, no, let's stay focused. And part of what um, I suppose has helped with the growth of the business is more what you choose to stop doing rather than starting. And I used to do quite a regular check-in of what should I stop start and keep doing in the business and going through those three things yeah such a great idea I think that's really important and I love yeah that point about what should I stop doing on that Mm. theme was there anything else that you tried that just didn't align or you decided not to pursue um definitely let me have a think in the very early days we did try one-off gift gift boxes at a higher price point and at that point in time, it didn't work. But now, you know, the market's right for it and it's working really well. So that was seven years ago and it wasn't quite right then. Yeah. Um, definitely tried stuff over the years and kind of think what else we've done from the events. The online program was probably the main thing that we've done. Oh, we did a kids box. Oh, yeah. We used a monthly kids subscription box, which we stopped last year. Yeah. Um. And part of the reason was like there just actually aren't enough kids' products on the market made with real food. We started struggling trying to find brands. Wow. Um, 
there's actually a real opportunity there in the market for someone to come along and create um, a great line of kids products because obviously there's demand there. I think that when mums have children, especially for the first time, like myself, you're so conscious about what you're going to be feeding them and you only want to give them the best food made from real ingredients. So, yeah, I found that really interesting how there's not great products on the market for kids. Yeah, it's a bit scary, isn't it? <laughs> oh, completely. And and just what companies get away with putting in kids' products. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of, how has the, your business and everything when it comes to your role in the business changed since you became a mum? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, so I took three months off work yep. in the beginning, the first three months. So that was really nice to have be able to take that break I think that was something I always worried about how am I going to have a baby and run the business at the same time and part of that was about having a really good team around me like I couldn't have done that without an awesome team so um yeah I think that was really great that I was able to get to that point um and so I came back into the business. I, I stayed across um, a couple of things, obviously, but I came back into the business now. It's been around three months. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm just more focused on the things that I'm good at and that I love to do because going on leave for three months forced me to actually create processes in the business for other people to take over things that I was doing. Yeah. So. I think I'm in a really nice place now where I get to do what I'm actually good at and that's something that's very easy to get lost along the way over the years because you're sometimes you're just trying to you you do everything that just needs to be done right but it's sometimes can become not the stuff that you're actually great at yeah yeah makes sense it seems like you've figured out a really good system I think at the, at the moment, it's yeah, it's definitely great. But um, I would say, like even last year, I was probably doing stuff that weren't my weren't my key strengths at, at certain points. Yeah, yeah, I guess that does make sense, especially as you are like the founder. It's your business, like it's it's another baby in a way. <laughs> um, so yeah. you'd want to like step in and take care of things that need to be done if there isn't someone to fill that position at the time. Completely. And I should also flag, um, I was very lucky that my husband was able to take um, primary carers leave as well and look after our daughter for three months um, and that his work allowed that. So that was a a huge support as well to be able to to do everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And how about with the lockdowns happening in Sydney now? How has the business had to change and adapt to... um, yeah sort of work with all of that yeah so um we've got a couple of things so our head office team is working remotely but obviously our warehouse is still operating so that's been really tricky we almost have the team um divided where half of them are in the office and in the warehouse and the others are working remotely yeah I think um working remotely we were discussing before comes with so many challenges um on the mental health side and emotionally. And I think I'm just so conscious how everyone is managing um, working remotely. I think especially if you're living by yourself or you've got um, kids as well, it can be extra hard um, 
kind of do it alone or look after your kids at the same time. So I think it's been strange not having the team together, but we've been trying to do um, things to keep the team together, like we did, you know, online Pilates classes together or we played trivia last week um, or running competitions. Um, so just trying to do things where you can still bond. Yeah. Um, but then on the other side, obviously being online, and health food delivery to people's doors things have been extra busy as well mm-hmm. and on that ownership side that we discussed you almost um you know it it works in favor of everyone taking ownership of what they're doing because everyone's working remotely and I think um like how we were managing last year the team's just stepped up so much and yeah they've been amazing yeah yeah, it's always good to see that like there are good things that have come from it too. Like the fact that the business is thriving is so fantastic because it means more people are accessing those real foods and making healthy eating choices, which is obviously so important through the times we're living in. Um, yeah, so that is good news. I like those silver linings. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been great. And I know healthy eating's definitely, from what I've been hearing, it's been tough um, for a lot of people in lockdown as well. Um, what does someone say they they someone said to me the other day that they get through COVID by snacking like <laughs> snacking and that's how they get into COVID so um, I think it's yeah it's it's good to be able to provide those um better food alternatives I guess definitely yeah so important you're doing everyone such a good service <laughs> I hope so <laughs> Amazing. And is there a lesson that you wish you had learned earlier on in your journey? I think some of the things I always look back on, I think I should have trusted my gut. And I know this is such a cliche thing that you've probably heard from so many people who run a business, but it's just, it's so true. Sometimes you feel something in your gut and you might ignore it. And I think that's been a consistent lesson for me. I've also learned that if something's bothering me on the weekend and I'm talking to my husband about it because I'm worrying about it, it means that that really needs to change if it's still on my mind. Yeah. So I think now I've learned that's a red flag immediately, whereas back in the day I'd talk about it for weeks and weeks on end and not do anything to change it. Mm. and I think another thing that, that I'd wish I'd, I suppose, not learned sooner, but that's important to me is to work with good people who operate the way you would operate. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about value alignment and um, the importance of you knowing. For me, I know, like, my reputation is everything and I cannot tell you how much your worlds come full circle meeting and working with people from your past or from a few years ago and um yeah I think like all you really have at the end of the day is your reputation so being good to people and making sure that the people you work with would work the same way I think that's really important to me yeah I love that such a good lesson And so I'm a massive bookworm. And speaking of lessons and learning, um, is there one book that you would recommend every listener read? What would it be and why? Um, Yes, I love reading autobiographies. Yeah. Um, But I think my 
favourite has been Chew Dog by Phil Knight, um, who was the guy who started Nike. And it is just the ultimate story of grit and persistence. I think some of the hardships he faced were just unbelievable. And, um, yeah, I just found it a fantastic book. Yeah, amazing. Autobiographies can be so inspiring, can't they? It's just really incredible learning from other people. And I guess that's what I love about this podcast too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love hearing people's stories and you do, you take away so much from them. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so this has been an incredible combo and I reckon I could keep asking you questions all day, but (laughs) we will wrap up. And before you go, I do want to ask, do you have any parting words of advice or wisdom for the listeners to take away? Gosh, advice. Um, I think, I suppose just being really persistent. There's so much opportunity out there. Um, And I think in a world where, health and wellness is just only trending upwards. There there really is so much opportunity out there. And one thing I've always told myself from the beginning is just to believe in myself because if I don't, no one else will. And that I've found over the years can really be contagious. So I think my advice would be to believe in yourself because it, it really is contagious for other people. Yes, I love that so much. What an amazing way to end it. <laughs> And where can the listeners find you and follow your journey, learn more about Goodness Me, um, and just stay in the loop with all the incredible things that you're doing? Yeah, sure. So um, our website is goodnessme.com.au. And then um, you can find us on Instagram. We've got two. There's goodnessmebox or goodnessme underscore shop. And then I'll post just my personal journey on, on Peter Shulman on Instagram. Amazing. And I'll pop links to all of those in the show notes and in all of the social assets that I do share so people can find you nice and easy because I know I love following your journey and I'm sure they will too. But thank you so much for being here today, Peter. It's been an absolute pleasure and I've honestly learned so much from you and your incredible journey in the past seven years. It's so inspiring and I can't wait to see what else you have in store for the world. Great. Thanks so much for having me. It was so fun to chat. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it and I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way, they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality.